either way, you're gonna get us all killed! The size of that thing! I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. I'm your host Georgette and as always you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter and you can also follow the pod at Just The Tip Pod um, on Twitter and Instagram. Oh we got red lights. Um, and you can hashtag JTT pod to get involved in the conversation. Yes, I'm doing an episode for anyone that probably saw my like brief meltdown on fucking Twitter. I'm not going to quit the pod, but a bitch is tired. But yes, I have a new guest. He's come to save the day. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Katie and I'm here to save the day. <laughs> I love That's that. my job. <laughs> She's a day saver, so you can hire her. So yes, icebreakers. Mm-hmm. So your first icebreaker... Spit during sex, yes or no? Yes. Yes? Yes. How or where or? I mean, wherever, really. (laughs) What do you mean spit? Like spit on? Where do you like your spit? My spit. Yeah. Or like, where where do you like? (laughs) That's a really weird question. Where do you like spit? Where do you like spit? (laughs) Um, Well, anywhere that's supposed to be lubricated, really. Nipples, clear, you know. In your mouth? Yeah, I actually wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah? I wouldn't mind that. Because <laughs> I feel like that's the one that, that kind of like divides the spitters. They're just like, <laughs> I don't mind it in my mouth or like they completely hate it. Whereas I'm 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 pro spit. Yeah, I'm pro spit. Yeah. I'm <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, next one. What's the sexiest thing that you've done for someone that you've been fucking? Dressing up. Yeah. Yeah. I think always it's clothes, like mm-hmm. the clothes are on you before you have sex. I think they mean a lot. So I like to do like gloves, sexy lace. And I just feel like guys like it as well. Or the guys that I've been with, they like it when I dress up. So. Yeah. I've never dressed up as a character though, which is like my next mission. Mission. <laughs> <laughs> my next mission. But yeah, I like doing lace. What lace. character would you dress up as? See, I'd want to do like a nurse or something because I feel like schoolgirl is a bit, people do schoolgirl a lot, but I feel like that's a bit twisted. <laughs> Because, and a nurse like, isn't. Mm, yeah, nurse isn't so much because it's like that fantasy of like you go and get something fixed and then you end up like having sex with the do- doctor. <laughs> Whereas I feel like school though, it's like you're, I'm actually supposed to be in school and I'm like, why do you like why do you like this? I've always thought that's a bit bit of a weird fetish. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I get it. Like I, I don't think I've I've dressed up as a as a character. Like I've I've bought like sexy shit. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would probably want to do like full characters. So I'd want to dress up as like Catwoman. Yes, I'd and love like, to do Catwoman. Yeah, yeah, and take it all the way there. Yeah, all the latex and stuff. I would get hot. Oh yeah, mm. probably. Yeah, but I mean, like it would come off anyway. True. But you can also get like latex that's cut out. So like, like there's a. Hole. I find that really sexy when yeah. you're wearing clothes, but there's a hole in it. Yeah, I think that I think guys get turned on by that as well. I was okay. This is really really random. <laughs> um, I was watching like this porn uh, like the other day and this guy was in a complete latex suit apart from his dick yeah and the whole thing was just to like oh wank him off until yeah. he, he came but I, I, I found it quite interesting and I'm trying to watch like more 
like interesting porn. Mm -hmm. So I was asking people that follow me like their most interesting porns that they've watched. And some people have watched some really interesting shit. Um, oh, I should have made a note. But like, <laughs> for instance, oh, this might not be very PC, mm -hmm. but someone said that they enjoy watching midget porn. Really? Yeah. See, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be into that. I've watched some stuff sometimes and I'm like, you know, when I lie that often, I'm like, mate, like my granddad's actually watching me from heaven. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> and so, I'm like, I promise I won't do it again, please. <laughs> so I feel like that if I watch porn in the day, because I'll like put the curtain down so it's dark. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, like it's, it's, it's dark. Uh -huh. But then when I'm done, and I put the curtain up from like today. It's the middle of the fucking day, and you're literally. And here I literally porn. feel embarrassed after. Sometimes I'm like, no, like, what is wrong with me? Sometimes <laughs> I do. Other times I'm just like, I'm sorry, it's what it is. Great. Yeah. Um, let me see if if I can find some of the categories people have watched. Why don't I save these? I remember in school there was this massive epidemic about nugget porn when the um when the internet first became like a big thing and accessible to all of us. Um, nugget porn is basically people that don't have any limbs. So no arms and legs, and it's just like their bodies, which is fucking twisted. But I'm pretty sure that's on like the black, the dark internet where it's called. <laughs> the dark web. The dark web. <laughs> the dark web. Okay, so somebody said that they like shemale porn. Mm -mm. Someone said forceful porn, which which I got. I was mm -hmm. just like, okay, cool, same. Um, somebody else said, oh my god. Okay, so there was this this other porn right where it's like really romantic porn mm -hmm. where it's like proper um uh what's the word i'm looking for intimate yeah mm -hmm. and i haven't really watched porn like that i don't find that like no but this was fucking sexy was it yeah i uh, should i play it <laughs> i've never done that before wow. i mean you guys should have prepared me more for this <laughs> I was actually watching this at work and then I was like, this is probably the worst place to fucking watch this. Wait, well, not like, hmm. Maybe I should rephrase that. It was on my phone. Someone sent it to me and I was just like, what? Let me watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, romantic. I don't know. I thought I didn't watch romantic porn just because I'm like, I don't know. Because it's not real? or Yeah, when it's not real and it's just not like, I'd rather watch stuff where like someone's being submissive or... Mm, okay, that was going to be my next question. Okay, someone said midget porn. A human latex doll, which I think is what I was talking about mm. before. Mm -hmm. um, transsexual on male porn. Someone also said that they've got a thing about watching cartoon animals fuck. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people that are into anime porn as well. So, oh, animals. Yeah, that's, animals. That's yeah, that's like, yeah, I was just like... That's an interesting category. Yeah. Um, anime porn, I'm I'm all for because I think that's dope. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. <laughs> if I um find any more, I'm definitely just gonna play them. Throw it out here. Yeah. Um, are you more a dom or a sub? A sub. Are you? Yeah, definitely. It depends what mood I'm in, but like at the same, like no matter what, even if I'm being like dominatrix, I feel like there's still part of me that's like more submissive. Yeah. Um, if like if I could take control, I'm still very much like oh yeah fuck me. 
I'm never like, yeah, like choking, like, you know, like doing the most. Like I'm always, there's still that part of me that's like submissive. Yeah. I'm more into that. I don't know. I don't like to take too much charge during sex because I also want the guy to put in work. Hmm. That's an interesting way to to think of it. Um, so I'm a bit of a switch. Mm-hmm. So like it depends on my mood or who I'm fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can be quite dominant where yeah. I'm just like, do this. Or I'm just like, lay there. And yeah. I'm not gonna, like, <laughs> tie someone up. And, yeah. Yeah. But like, I think it tends to, tends to depend on my mood and who it is that I'm fucking. Yeah. And I don't always just like to just kind of like, just be there. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Yeah, you're right. It depends on who it is because I've been with a guy who is was very, like, he's younger than me, one. And mm-hmm. two, he's also very, he just didn't know what to do with, with his, he had a big dick, but he just didn't know what to do. So I'd him. always be taking charge in that yeah. situation. Um, but usually I'm more of the submissive one. But do you think it's a thing where he didn't know what to do or he, he thought that because he had a big dick, he didn't have to do a lot? I think it was a bit of both. Oh. I th- I just, also, I just think it just comes down to him being very lazy. Mm. Anyway, let me not go off on, a, off on a tangent about my ex because I actually won't stop. <laughs> like, mean, I'm actually going to start dragging him any minute now. Feel free, feel No, honestly, it's fine. Um, and would you like a safe word? Um, no, not really. Yes, yeah, I love that. <laughs> I know. So... Where shall we start? So obviously, before we started recording, we were talking about going to Nigeria and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But now I was thinking, Nigerian men, <laughs> having sex with them. <laughs> and it isn't even to like slander them, because obviously I am Nigerian uh-huh. and, and I've been with Nigerian men. Mm-hmm. But the older <laughs> and the wise I've got, mm-hmm. I don't do that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't. So I was kind of interested to to see what your views on with fucking Nigerian men. Yeah. So I genuinely feel like Nigerian men are just a different kind of man. Like I don't even 100%. know how to explain it. They were a different kind of man. And where I was there this year when I went out there was the first time I was out there. One as like a woman uh-huh. um, and not a kid and actually like spending time with guys and stuff. And two as being completely single. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time with a lot of different guys and stuff. I mean, for me, it's, it takes a lot for me to get attracted to them just because there's a lot of things about their personalities that don't sit well with me and okay. it puts me off. Mm-hmm. Um. So for that reason, I don't, I haven't slept with a Nigerian guy yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've slept with, so like I was trying to count it. I wanted to say two, but I was like, no, no. Okay. <laughs> it's actually four. <laughs> Wait, damn it. Mm, let's just say five. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> I've gone from two to five. Um, and I think with with me, I love Nigerian men as friends, mm-hmm. but I don't think I can date them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's just because I'm I'm quite a how can I put it? Like I'm a very strong-minded woman Mm -hmm. so any guy that I have like interacted with we often clash Mm -hmm. because they're very strong-willed and I'm very strong-willed and I'm just like I'm not gonna back down yeah um one thing that I do love though is I think Nigerian men are so saucy Mm -hmm. like I think their swag and Mm -hmm. their aura and things I find it incredible Mm -hmm. but I know that for me 
if it goes past that, it's just gonna get very long for both of us. Yeah. And any Nigerian guy that I have had sex with has just like messed up my head. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, so I'm just like. See, I completely agree with you. And I think it definitely is about the fact that, I don't know, I feel like us coming from London, going to Nigeria and like being women that run our own businesses, yeah. or like doing stuff independently, not mm -hmm. even necessarily about, it's not about business, it's just about being independent yeah. and you're thinking, working for your own money and all of that. I don't feel like guys who live in Nigeria are used to that. Yeah. Because I was chilled with Nigerian girls as well. Like, like I said, I used to go there when I was a bit younger, say like 19, 20. Mm -hmm. So my dad would like get me to hang around with these girls that went to the uni that he works at. And I just saw what they were like. Like we'd go out all together because I'm from London. I'm the one paying for the table. I'm the one doing this. They're texting guys to send them money and guys are fully sending them money oh, like for swear. all sorts of things. And I think it's weird for Nigerian guys when they meet me and I'm very much like, no, 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 I'm independent. I'm good. And you can't, yeah. you can't win me over because of, the amount of money in your bank account. Like, yeah. I mean, no millionaires have approached me, man. So it might be different <laughs> if that was the case. But like, it's just like, you have to actually put in work and like actually give me something else to like, like about you. Yeah, for real. So and I feel like they struggle with that a bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, I haven't had sex with one yet. And also the whole SCI thing, I feel like in Nigeria, it's like one of the biggest, um, the SCI rate there is one of the largest yeah. in the world. Yes, and shit. so for me, that's just a bit off, it's very off-putting. Yeah. I'm just a bit like, ugh. So I don't like condoms. Same. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're so open about that. <laughs> like, because I'm I'm very like pro like being safe and getting mm -hmm. checked and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But I hate using condoms. And I'm, if it's like um, a new partner, mm -hmm. we probably will. Mm -hmm. And then the second time I'm I'm gonna be you like, call, look, yeah. let's be serious mm -hmm. here. Go to clinic, we'll get checked, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And I'm just not gonna wanna use them again. But I can I can completely understand why that would be so off-putting doing yeah. that back home. Back home, yeah. Like bareback sex with a Nigerian guy, I just don't know. And I think you have to also, like here, I feel like in London, we take for, not we take for granted, but we sometimes forget that here, actually, we can go to the clinic and get a checkup yeah, tomorrow and you can get everything sorted yeah. instantly. Whereas like, you actually have to pay for it in Nigeria. Not only do you have to pay for it, as a woman, it's also, people look down on you. Uh, yeah. You go into the clinic and the nurse is literally looking at you like you little, you like, little slut. Yeah, like, are you married? She's, she's like, fully are you, shaming she's, you. She's fully yeah, shaming yeah. you in her brain and whatever. And like, yeah. it's just like, it's not an option there. So if I'm like in Nigeria for 12 months, I'm not gonna have sex in the first month I'm there. I don't know when I will next get checked because where am I going to get this checkup? And like, who's Can you do like, it privately? Yeah, of course I do it oh, privately, okay. but it's like the shame, Still, you know? Yeah, for real. So, and I think even if I think about um, when I've been to the clinic here, the only time that I've ever felt that shame is if the nurse that I'm seeing is Nigerian. Is Nigerian, because yeah. Because I have a very like obvious Nigerian surname. So um, I've had women, nurses that have like looked and been like, oh, you're Nigerian. And I'm just like, yeah. And then they're like, hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, okay. Yeah. Like I had un unprotected sex. Yeah. Just tell me if I'm good or not. I'm probably good, but like, just, just tell me. do your job. Yeah. And let me do my thing and go. But yeah. um, I hear what you mean though. And it's a shame. Like I, I was speaking to um, a sexual health nurse that's actually going to be coming on, on my podcast uh -huh. very soon, which I can't wait. That's going to be epic. Yeah. That's so so like, I just kind of want to get an understanding of what it's like from her side mm -hmm. and just kind of hear like crazy stories and shit. Um, but yeah, like I definitely think if, if people didn't have that fear, then more people would go to the clinic 
to actually get checked. Yeah. Because you don't have that that whole, oh my God, this person's gonna judge me. What what if they like that's always my thing. What if they know my my dad? My dad's very popular. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, what if they know my dad? And I can't trust that one auntie mm-hmm. won't just be like, Oh, I saw yeah. my daughter today at the clinic. Da, da, da. Yeah, I'm for sure. Um, my my nurse at the moment, the one well, the one that works in the clinic I go to, she's Ugandan, but she's married to a Nigerian man. Okay. So with her, it's always banter. Like yeah. she's just like, trust me, she's like, when I came back from Nigeria, she was like, You're doing a CI test today. I'm like, I haven't done anything. <laughs> she's like, No, 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 we're checking you anyway. Like you don't know where you like she was like, just check, just check. I'm like, okay, cool. That's mad. Um I wanted to talk about car sex. Mm-hmm. Again, I was having this conversation with a friend. We went out for dinner yesterday. Um, and it was only on the way here that I was thinking, I don't think I've, I've ever really talked about car sex before or my experience with car sex. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had sex in a car? I have. You have? Yeah. A number of times or like- No, once. Just once? Once, yeah. How did you find it? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I really didn't like it. What, maybe because it was leather seats and I feel like leather seats is just so sweaty and everything's sticking and everything's <laughs> just like, what is, what is going on? And also it was like a Corsa or something. Like it okay. wasn't a big car. Yeah. So I just didn't know- what to do where to go like how to deal with it there's no there's no part of the car for me that's like comfortable enough for me to be like i am in my zone right yeah, now true. everything just feels like i'm forcing it yeah so were you in the front no we went to the back we moved to the back we started off in the front and i was kind of like straddling him mm-hmm. and like the i could just feel like i wasn't you know when you're having sex but you're completely out of the like you're yeah. not thinking about the sex yeah you're thinking about something completely yeah, different yeah. so then we moved to the back and that also like I don't know. It wasn't, that wasn't it for me, you know. It no. really wasn't. So I've I've had, so in my old car, which also was a Corsa. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I don't really know how I was having sex because it wasn't the biggest car at all. At all, yeah. Um, but I've had a lot of sex there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was, we weren't dating. We just, we were friends who fucked a lot. Yeah. Um, he had a two-door Mercedes. And I remember... He's picked me up and we're driving around, driving around. And then we've just kind of parked up. I think we both knew what was going to happen. But in my mind, I was just like, how? Yeah. Because you have two doors. So it isn't like where you could kind of go in the back, open the yeah, back door yeah, and then yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah. fuck half in, yeah. half out. Yeah. And I just remember it was probably the most uncomfortable car sex that I've had because legit the back of, no, the top of my head kept on hitting the oh, roof of the see, car. This, this is what I hate. And it's like, he's proper, so like, like he's doing me from behind again. I don't really know how. How? Yeah, honestly. But he's like proper, proper going for it. And I just remember like my head being like. <laughs> the, the whole time. Was your hair short as well at the time? Yeah. So you can really feel I, I can, like every I can moment feel it. Of I it. can feel no, every no, time no, no, that no, my no, head no. is hitting the yeah. fucking roof of the car. Um, And it's, it's just, like I like I find car sex very awkward. I do find it quite exciting, like of the whole, are we gonna get caught? Is someone gonna see? Da, da, da. But practically, it's definitely not the one. I really like I don't I've got a very, very good friend who like ninety percent of the sex she has with her boyfriend is in a car. Yeah. Because they both live with parents and whatever and they both drive. But the thing she tells me sometimes, I'm like, how are you in doggy? Like, what? your car's small. Like, how are you in doggy? And he was, what we, how did you guys achieve that? And as well for me, I feel like 
in sex, the thing that turns me on the most is the guy and like how his position. Yeah. So like if I'm in doggy and he's looking sexy and I look back at it and he's like mm, being paying, yeah. like you're, I'm just like, ooh, but the minute I see your foot out of place or, you know those times when the guys, get, they go on their tiptoes and like if they're dogging you and say like you're on a bed and he's on the bed as yeah. well. And you just see his leg in a weird position or his foot or whatever. Just that, like. That really throws me off. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Because like, <laughs> this isn't looking cute. This is not looking cute. And I feel like in a car, there's no way for the guy to look cute. You have to be in a position. He has to be in a position where I don't want to see you looking like this. Like you just look. No, but it's always going to look awkward. Like, it's going to look awkward. I've, all, I've always either looked awkward or felt awkward. Like I've, I've, I've tried to like be on top and my knees digging into the fucking yeah. gear stick and I'm just like, no, yeah, yeah. no. Classics, and I'm, no. I'm certain that people have seen me have sex. I'm almost 100% certain. So there was this guy that I was dating and we were in fucking, where were we? Shoreditch. Mm-hmm. And we had just parked up and we were just chatting and then it, it just, happened. Like, it just happened out of nowhere. But this guy put my, the driver's seat all the way back and then had it so it was completely flat uh-huh. and then kind of no way we swapped i was in the passenger's seat so he's pushed it back had the seat so it's flat and then mm-hmm. he's like in the footwell giving mm-hmm. me head oh you're lying to on me. my See, life that is the off-putting shit like, I on like, my Why life are you there? and i think one foot was up on the dash oh, maybe it. the other one was hanging out of the window and i'm just like yeah people definitely saw people you saw but- <laughs> even that of some street cams caught you <laughs> and he was a big guy as well so like i don't know how we did it but we did and that was more exciting than mm. sexy yeah um because oh yeah my poor car. I actually <laughs> abused my car. I abused you that my course, car. That cool side. Honestly, abused. that car got abused, <laughs> and like I would get it cleaned on a regular basis. Cause yeah. I'm also I'm someone like it's very very wet, mm-hmm. so I'm just like my seats are fucking ruined. Yeah, and yeah. We've got to sort this out. Listen, listen, that car got cleaned on a, like a deep clean yeah. on a regular basis because I was literally throwing <laughs> it out in that car. Um, yeah, car sex is a no for me. Yeah, but, but like I think at the times when I was doing it, it was because I was still at home at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was just like... You've got to find somewhere to do it. <laughs> literally, like... And your car's here, so Yeah, and, and I wasn't always on like booking a hotel because I was just like... My car's here. Yeah. It's fine. Babe, I've spent so much money on hotels, like, f- just for sex. Like, so much money on it. Yeah. That it's actually, it hurts me when I think <laughs> back on it. Also, like, now I have an office space. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Let me just get someone who's come here. Do you do it in but your I, office? I haven't. Not my, my new office. Did I have sex in my old office? Yeah, I had sex in my old office. But my new office, I haven't never had sex in there. But there's this part of me that you, because I'm not, in a relationship with anyone. I'm like, I don't want to give any guy the satisfaction of him thinking, her, yeah, I fucked her in an office. Yeah, for real. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like, when I did have sex in my office, it was with my boyfriend at the time. Whereas now I'm just a bit like, you like, you lot don't deserve this office space. <laughs> you like, don't deserve this space. You don't deserve this. Like, you really don't. <laughs> Are you picky? Yeah, I'm so picky. Now I am. I feel yeah. like I, when I was younger, like, I just was just like, I just used to fall in love with Every guy that yeah. I, I don't know what it was. Cause like a lot of older guys used to move to me and they'd find out that I'm, I guess cause my tits grew when I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get attention from older guys that would think I'm younger. Then they find out actually, oh, she's 19, she's 20. 
So I used to date older girls and Wait, I used to fall in love with they them. They thought that you were younger? They think I was younger, but I had big tits. So they were like, oh, let me give it a go. Let me try. Okay. So my face looks very young. Um, and then they'd find out that actually I'm like of age and whatever. And I used to date, I've dated a lot of guys that were older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I wasn't picky because for me it was like, oh, he's older, like he's got money, yeah. he's got a car, he's got yeah, a house. Yeah. And that for me, that was important. Yeah. Whereas now I am so, it's very frustrating because I'm so, 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 so picky. I'm just like, oh, you're bo- this is wrong with you. That's wrong with you. That's wrong with you. And all my friends are just like, oh, I don't know what you're, <laughs> like what else you expect? Like you're always, there's always going to be a problem with anyone. Do you have a type, do you think? Yeah, definitely. I like tall, skinny guys with like, abs that I don't go to the gym for. And I feel like skinny guys, <laughs> you know, so they're natural abs. They're natural abs. Like, like oh, oh, you went to the gym for those abs? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I like skinny guys and I don't like them to look like they go to the, like, I don't like them to look like they go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I just like them to have that, you know, that natural physique. V. That, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. And okay. I feel like those are the guys with the nicest dicks as well. Yeah. Maybe because they're skinny, their dick looks bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, so when I was at carnival mm-hmm. um, with my girl, like I was like, I don't think I have a type, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then every guy that I would dance with, like my girl's like, that's your type. Yeah. And I was just like, no, look at everything. But that's like legit. So like my type is like slim athletic. Mm-hmm. So a slim build. Uh-huh. Um, a beard is like always a fucking yeah. thing for me. Um, and just really good skin. Yeah. I've got a thing about men with like really, really, really good skin. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were talking about my ex, I was just like, yeah, like it, it actually makes sense. So I was with one guy who was like massive, like he played American football. So mm-hmm. he, he, was, Ooh, he, yeah. Yeah, he was huge. And when we first met, I found it really attractive. And then it's almost like as soon as we got together, I was just like, no, I, I wasn't on it. And his dick wasn't wasn't the biggest. Yeah, this I literally. But, but again, I don't know if if that's because his build was big. Yeah. So it made his his dick look small. I feel like that's what it is, and like I've dated one guy that was like a proper gym 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 guy. Yeah. And like you said, like I thought I was attracted to that when I first met him, and then like I got with him, and I was just like. No, no, it doesn't do anything yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. It really mm-hmm. doesn't. Maybe because I'm pretty slim as well. For me to have like a guy that's big, massive, like yeah, massive, yeah. it's just, I don't, I don't find it attractive. Yeah. Do you prefer length or girth? A bit of a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah, mix of both. But if it you had to, to pick one. If I had to pick one, it'd be length. Length? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Um... I'm the same. I'd I'd probably say I want a mixture, but I would probably pick length because like I want to be able to feel it. Yeah. Like yeah. In my brain, mm-hmm. like like I have to feel it. Uh-huh. And um, I had an ex who probably has the biggest dick that I've probably ever seen. Yeah. Is that accurate? But like when he was fully erect, no word of a lie, it was just above his knee. Fucking hell. And. <laughs> I remember like the first time we had like proper sex mm-hmm. and like I actually like looked at him and I was like, fuck. Like it was 
It was so long. Okay, no, no, no. See, I said lengthier, but for me, <laughs> like that is too much. There's been times, like I hate having sex where I feel uncomfortable. It has to feel fine. It has to feel nice. Yeah. Like there's been times I'm in doggy. I don't know if it's because I'm not wet enough or whatever. And I'm just like, this is painful. Like this hurts. Like, no, but I'm not enjoying it. Because I end up going, you know when like you're in the, <laughs> you're arching your back and then you're literally ter- slowly turning into like a upside down you. Yeah. And you're like, this I know this doesn't look cute. I know this doesn't look cute. Because, like, so when you're in doggy properly, you're going to poke out your bum, mm-hmm. right? But even I've had it where when he's going for it, I'm slowly, slowly, slowly. doing that. Yeah. And I'm just like, this this is enjoyable, but it's also kind of painful. painful. But I do think that that doggy is, is kind of like that anyway, just because of the way that you're positioned. Yeah. Um, and if it is someone with a massive dick... It is just gonna hurt. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't hurt, but it probably will. Yeah. But if you like pain, then, then yeah. yeah. But speaking on length and like guys, the dick sizes and whatnot, I do believe that it doesn't really matter because I've been with a guy, like, I swear to you, it must have been classed as a micro. Don't even lie. No. Like, it has to be classed Don't. as that because it was so, like, no, no, no. Like, I wouldn't give him head because I was like, it's embarrassing for me. Because, <laughs> like, I'm not choking. I'm not feeling any kind of, like, I could literally fit the whole thing in my mouth and it's not even touching my throat. Because I just wouldn't give him head. But he used to make me squirt. Like, he made me squirt. With his dick? With his dick. Are you sure? With his dick. I, pro- I promise you, this guy used to put in so much work. And, like, when I used to sleep with him, I just found it sexy because, like, he would work so much. Every position possible, he'd have me in there. I used to squirt. Like, I squirted for this guy. And, like, but I've been with guys that have way bigger dicks than him. And yeah. I'm just like, this is actually, like, you're not doing anything with this. So I don't, I don't, like, if I fell in love with someone based off them as a person without the sex... And then I found out they had a small dick. That's not a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Like I would deal with, I would be fine with it. But what about you? Do you feel like lemp <laughs> <lemp> and shrimp? Lemp <laughs> and shrimp is important to me. Um and I'm I'm not penis shaming, and I've definitely talked about this before, but mm-hmm. I, I have had sex with someone who that their dick was just it was a small size. Yeah. And um <laughs> and um <laughs> it's a thing where we got on so so well. So like the build up to the actual sex, I was genuinely excited. Yeah. And then when it came to it, I was genuinely disappointed because it was very much like like as much as he went in, I couldn't feel that he was like in, in. yeah. Yeah. And then I was just a bit like, oh fuck, like I, I, I can't feel this the way that I want to. Mm-hmm. And it completely turned me off of him. And we only had sex the one time. And I was just like, I don't think this is going to work between us. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to be like, your dick isn't what, what I, like. I want. Yeah. But don't, don't you think, I literally was having this conversation this week. Don't you feel like the first time you have sex with someone, it's always going to be, it, like sometimes it will be good, but more time it's not. Because but, you don't know what the person likes. The person doesn't know what you like. Um, but I, I don't know. With me anyway, it's not just the penetration that turns me on. It's yeah. like everything else as well. Yeah. Like the way you act, where you kiss me, where you touch me, like my nipples being played with and yeah. stuff. So the penetration for me is just like one part of it. And I think that's the main reason why it doesn't really... If you're going to put in work, then I probably yeah. really will enjoy it anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it, it was just... Too small. It was too small for yeah. me. It really, really was. Yeah. 
Oh shit. <laughs> but you know, like I do. Here, do you want a top up? Yes, please. Um, Pass me a cup. I like a healthy dick size. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd ever go back to <laughs> that micro. She said the whole speech was like, yeah, but I'm I would not go no, back no, 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 no. Like now I know I tried it, whatever. Yeah. But, and I'm happy I tried it when I did. But Actually, I think that you. phase is done for me. Yeah. You know. No more small. Um, oh God. Not shaming anyone, but you know, like I like what I like. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what about like the length of sex? So, can you go for ages? This is such a good question. Because it really depends on who it is. Mm-hmm. This sounds so bad, but like, Go on. sometimes I genuinely will get put off sex mid, like I'll see something. I don't know. I'm always like, so I'm proper looking at the guy here yeah, and I'll see something and I'm just like, I'm done. And mid it's so, sex? Do you know what? It's so bad because like, I'm so open about talking about sex with all my friends and like, we, I don't know. I'm so open about it. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm sexy. And I know I'm this and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes in sex, I really think like, no, nah, Katie, like you actually, <laughs> you're, not put, you're not putting in the work that you should be putting in. Like sometimes the guy will come and instead of me to be like, yeah, getting hard again. I'm just like, well, that's like whatever, I'm going to sleep. Like what? I will have sex for 10 minutes and I'm just like, Do you know nah. No, and it's <laughs> happened so many times. Like I'm not even going to sit here in front and be like, I last an hour. Don't get me wrong. There's been times mm-hmm. that I've been going on for an hour because I've been drinking and yeah, like I've yeah. been porn star mode. Whereas more time. And again, I'm going to bring up this fucking ex and I'm going to drag him. Because it's his, it's his fault. Go on. Because he was so shit. <laughs> he was so, he didn't do anything. He'd come and just say, oh, babe, let's go sleep and blah, blah, blah. And I got, I guess I got used to that pattern. Yeah. Being with him for like two and a half years where he just goes to sleep after. Then it just got me Every bit, time? No, no, literally every, like he would lie there. I would ride him, give him head, whatever. And he would come and then, oh, boo. And like cuddle me. And then that's it. So I guess I kind of got... <laughs> 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 I'm fuming. I'm actually fuming. <laughs> so like... Did but his you... dick was so big. And that's what... For me, it still felt good. But did you come? No. Nope. Uh-uh. Girl. I didn't come. I did not come. Okay. <laughs> I Okay. Right. I didn't come. I can't. Like I, I have to come. Yeah. Like my, me coming is just as important as a as guy me, coming. Yeah. So um, if I've ever had um sex where the guy has come before me, I'm like, okay, that's cool, but we're going again. Yeah. Like, I have to get mine. Yeah. Um. Oh. No, trust that's me. That's so shit. And this is very much what I'm like now. Now I'm very much like. I'm coming first. Like, yeah. I don't care. Okay, fair. Like, now I'm coming first mm-hmm. and then you can, whatever, at the end. I guess I could go for an hour or whatever because I feel like for girls, it's easier to last longer because some guys, they yeah, just can't yeah, go yeah, get yeah, hard, yeah. like, yeah. instantly. They have to wait and do yeah. whatever. Whereas I feel like with girls, we can just keep going. Yeah, and but, like, I do think it depends on who you're having sex with, like you said. Um, so I've been with guys who, even if they've they've come quick in that build-up time they'll then like either give me head or mm. finger me and mm. then i'm like okay cool and then in doing that he then gets like turned on on again mm-hmm. he gets hard we have sex then it's cool um but i'm like I've, I've definitely been with guys that have been very very selfish with it um and one of the times i kind of like oh, fucking hell men <laughs> <laughs> there was 
this guy and like it was our first time ever having sex and he just literally flipped me in doggy and like there was no kissing there was no touching there was no foreplay like for me in his mind he was just like she's coming she has a big bum i'm just gonna flip her over and i'm gonna doggy her and we're done and that's exactly what happened and i was just like hmm i'm never gonna do that again see that would make me feel so violated yeah. i'd just be like what the fuck are you doing and i'm decided to stop it i will be like no stop stop because so, we're not doing this <laughs> at the time so like i was so i was in my even my second or, or my third year of uni mm. so so like i wasn't as outspoken as i am now yeah Whereas like now not. i would yeah. never tolerate any of that any shit of that. um but but back then it was almost like like i had a weird way of, of thinking when it came to sex and it was very much like even though this is for me, this is more for him. Mm. And so that's how like my whole thinking was like, like, don't get me wrong. Afterwards, I was just like, that was a violation, but like, I didn't really know what to do about it. Mm. So I was just like, okay, like it's well, happened. What like, can you do yeah. yeah. So in my mind, like it was just a case of, I just won't go there again. Yeah. Whereas like now, if, if a guy ever was just like, babe, like just turn around, I'd be like, are you fucking mad? Yeah. Like, I don't even think I'm wet yet. Like, mm -hmm what the hell mm -hmm. um and i'm not someone that enjoys just kind of having like a dick forced in unless i'm no. fully fully wet mm -hmm. and again i've done that before and then what just ends up happening is it's just that the friction is unreal yeah and i think that's the thing about sex it's like for like as you get older it's just it's not I, I don't know for me when i was younger it was just yeah we're having sex just to be like to have something to i don't know like, just to have something to speak about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now it's like, no, 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 you're not, we're not doing this for your satisfaction. It's yeah. like, I have to get, like, I have to feel good about this yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. Fair. What else did I want to talk about? We're like going through these really quickly. <laughs> so we can either, mm. before I tell my um story of my pay pig, Oh. Yeah, my fucking slave. Um, we can either do, you know what? Let's do fingering. Okay. Because you're not on it. Mm -mm. I hate it. Why? I actually hate it. Why? I th okay, so if I had to look back on my life and realise the point that I was yeah. put off by it, it was... In school, and I remember being in school in like, say like year nine, year eight, year nine. Yeah. And it was a phase where the area that I lived in, um, there was a lot of guys that were like, say like in year 11. Yeah. I was in year eight, yeah. me and all my girls. And this is the point where we started getting boobs and bums yeah. and whatever. And we'd be walking home from school and they would just come up to you. They used to like dry hump people on the cars, touch you up like you'd literally be fighting them off and they're doing the most oh, there'll be a pack shit. of them attacking you and it's mad to say it now because i still see these guys to these to this day and a lot of them i'm like i will never chat to you until yeah. you apologize to me but they didn't even know that they didn't need to apologize yeah. to me and i remember at the same time there was a lot of rumors going around school about this person getting fingered by this guy and this get person getting fingered so i guess from that moment i just kind of put a negative stigma to oh, getting yeah, fingered, it, yeah. not being on it. And then actually getting into relationships and being with guys and stuff. I just don't think guys know what they're doing. Mm. And I guess it's because when I bash, I don't use um, 
and I masturbate. I don't use dildos and stuff. It's literally my hands. Yeah. And like, I know how to get myself, oh, obviously, I know yeah. my body more than anyone else does. And it's like, no one can compete with that. Yeah. No one, doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like, there's like one guy who knows what he's doing with me. And like, when he fingers me, I'm like, okay, this door's banging. But apart from that, I'm like, just stop. Like, this is not a mosquito bite that you're scratching. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is not a mosquito bite. Like, what are you doing? Like, get, like, stop it. Like, even the fingernails, your fingernails are just longer than they should be. Or yeah. you just don't know what you're doing. And like, I'm not into it. I'm mm. really not into it. I hate it. So I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. I love being fingered. Like, I absolutely fucking love it. Especially during head. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's again. But I have had guys. So like things like nails. Like if your nails are too long, long. or like if they they're day. Yeah, I'm just like you're not gonna put your bacteria in my vagina. Like like just just no. Yeah. Um. And I think for me, when I was younger and I was being fingered, like I think it was more like because I knew it was quote unquote bad mm-hmm. so I was just like yeah like, I want to do it yeah. because it's like like it's not sex but like a guy's doing that yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so um so that kind of turned me on a fair amount um but I've I, I have genuinely always just really really liked it. I've been fingered in some weird and wonderful places <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna say it weird and wonderful go on go on let it out um I have a list so I've been fingered, obviously, like in a car. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was in, um, I was in America for a bit of time, mm-hmm. and I met this guy on Tinder. Can't remember his name for the life of me. I was literally here, like, what the fuck was his name? Anyway, so we had gone on a date. Like he took me out, went for a drive. I'm like, it was all very cute. And then he's driving me back, and we're on like the freeway, and he's just kind of like brushing up mm-hmm. and down my thigh. I, I find that such a turn yeah, on. Yeah, that's so cute. And then he just kind of like brushed past my pussy. And for me, like if you do that, I'm just like, just enter because I'm turned on now. Anyway, he's driving whilst fingering me. And and it's like, as much as I find that right, really, really sexy. Mm. I was like, this is also really fucking dangerous because you're not really concentrating, but like it is what it, it is. It's an automatic car. Uh, it has oh, to yeah, have yeah, been. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's not one in the manual boy. <laughs> like you're actually stolen right here now. Um yeah, so I've been fingered in cars, I've been fingered in cinema, in restaurants. I to be fair, like being fingered in public really turns me on. Really? Yeah. See that would like that would literally I would be I'd just be like, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been fingered on a coach. Oh my god. I've been fingered on a plane. Oh my god. And Thinking about it now, I'm sure people around knew because you can't really hide that shit. But like, I remember um, I was going on holiday with my ex and we were just on the plane and we were just really, really freaky anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's like put like the blanket over me and maybe like a coat and blah, blah, blah. And he's just going for it. And like, I think it's it's the whole trying to keep quiet because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm naturally quite loud. Uh-huh. But it's the whole like trying to keep quiet and then stopping if like somebody walks past or if the person so like if it was a three what do you call it and like a row of three and the person that's next to him kind of like stirs i'm like stop, 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 stop. yeah I'm like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um i'm not gonna say it <laughs> oh, yeah, it's so i'm going to hell <laughs> i was fingered in a church oh my god i said it 
I said it. So this was, oh fucking hell. This was years ago. Um, and we had this like um, thing where people from other churches had come to ours, but it was like all of the youth. So um, at that time they had like brought all these guys from London, which in my head I was like, oh my God, guys from London, like this is amazing, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And there was this guy that I had met before and we had like talked for a bit and whatever, whatever. And then we, oh fuck, <laughs> so bad. We'd gone down into the crash. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> repenting your sins for you as we speak. Please do. Um, we'd gone down in into the crash. It was, it was empty, obviously. I mean, is it obvious? Yeah. I was in it like in a fucking church. Um, and and he just he just fingered me there, and like in my mind I was like, Georgette, are you mad? Are like, you mad? This is so wild. But I was also just like, okay, you're here now, innit? I'm here now. But and this is the thing with sex as well. It's like once you're there's a point of no return. Yeah, there actually is, and I feel like both women and men have it. And with women, it's like. There's been times I've been sat there and I'm like, oh, like I'm genuinely not having sex with him. It's not happening today, blah, blah, blah. But you get to the point of no return. It's just like, do you know what? <laughs> I'm just like, you're here now. Let's go. Um, <laughs> like, forget everything else. Yeah, like, honestly. Like, I'm, I'm, I um, think that if during sex and a woman changes her mind, she has every right to like tell the guy to stop. Of course. Blah, blah, blah. But for me like i'm fine but once you kind of like turn me on or just do something to that point in my mind i'm like we're fucking like neither of us are leaving Mm -hmm. before we've had sex so i definitely think for him it was like at that point where i was like you know what we're we're here i'm at that point i'm turned on yeah just do it i would obviously never do it again and yeah all of my sins and i've asked for all of the forgiveness Forgiveness. because what kind of wayward child Stop it. Yeah, so I'm I'm very pro. I love being fingered. Like Yeah, and I feel like most people do. I feel like I've got a problem with it. Yeah, but then maybe for you, like it's a case of, of taking control of it or or kind of telling the guy what to do. But I, I also feel like Yeah, maybe. You're not on on that. No, I'm on telling the guy, mm, I don't know, maybe I'm not on it. <laughs> I just feel like guys are bad at it. Like, I've literally, like I said, I've had one guy in my whole life. and Because I, I think I was with him the longest. Okay. That actually knows what to do with me. Whereas every other guy, I'm just like, this, all of this you're doing, you're doing the most, but you're doing nothing at the yeah. same time. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> if anything, you're making me more dry. As Like, I'd rather do it Ooh, myself. Yeah. And like, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. But then, like, I think I've I've had guys that have, have given head that way, where, where they're doing the most, but doing nothing. Isn't it the worst thing? And I'm like, I don't know what word you're trying to spell out on my clip. Oh, yeah, like, honey, it's... honey, stop. But it's mad, then you think about it. Maybe guys think, of, like, I'm like, well, do they think the same about me when I'm doing, like, when I think I'm doing the most? <laughs> Um, I think they do. <laughs> I think they do yeah. as well. They're just like, can you not do that? Like, yeah, and I think some guys... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they would just try to firm it, then be like, ah, oh, can you not? Yeah. Like I've never been told, can you not, though? Yeah, same. Same. I've never been said, I've never been no. told, can you not? And I've never said, can you not, either. Yeah. I just, like, push them away. So has a guy ever like pushed your head away? No, that's no. never happened to me. And my head's never been pushed away. I've pushed heads away. Yeah. But my head's never, like that's never happened with mm. me. Like I think 
what I've I've had luck is a guy be like, ah, oh, play with my balls or spit on it yeah. or things like that, which for me is fine. Yeah. But like I haven't had a guy. But then I mean I feel like I give a very good head. Yeah, I feel like that's it. Yeah. But I feel like everyone feels like they do. But so why do men complain about teeth and stuff? Do you know what? With me, with head, yeah, I feel like when when we used to talk, when we used to talk about giving head and stuff, because I don't know about like where you grew up and stuff, but like I grew up in West London and mm. went to school in West London and everything. And in school, like girls that gave head, like you are the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, like same, it was like, you same, are disgusting. Same, same, like, same, I'm not yeah. sharing this with her. She yeah. fucking gives head and blah, blah, blah. Even just having sex in school, being someone who had had sex before you're 16 mm. in my school, it was just like, you're a slut. She's this, she's that. Slut shaming galore. Yeah. And head was like the worst of the worst of things that you could have done. Yeah. Which is so mad. Which is crazy. Yeah. And that's kind of like how we grew up around here. Whereas like in the private schools next door, to, like there wasn't a school next door to mine, but I'm saying hypothetically, the girls who went to like all girls schools that I ended up being friends with and stuff, they went to private mm -hmm. all girls school. Mate, if you give head, you are the top of. You Is are it? you're the girl that everybody wants to be friends with. You know, like <laughs> like Regina in Mean Girls. Like she, you are the shit. Like you oh, are the bomb. Shit. And I don't know, like growing up with head, growing up with like head, thinking of head in that kind of way. The thing that boys used to complain about the most was her teeth, teeth her teeth, her yeah. teeth, her teeth. And so I feel like now it's like women feel like if you're not using teeth, then you're fucking amazing. Like me personally, I've got an open bite. Which means my teeth don't close yeah. on the front here. Yeah. So I can't bite your dick. But <laughs> like, it's like it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Like it, naturally my mouth doesn't move in that kind yeah. of way. But doesn't mean I'm sick at head. Whereas I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, no, I'm lonely and I've got open bite, blah, 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 blah. But really, are you, you doing like, what they want? They want Like I can't even imagine what it's like to give head with teeth. Because... Would you not feel it? My friend once told me his chick gives him head. She's got two. Is that these called canines? What are these called? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, these are not canines. These are. Wait, the canines in the back. Canines. Your veneers? No, I don't know. These two ones okay. are like the vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's got super, super sharp ones and long. And he's like, when my chick gets to me head, he was like, I can achieve, he's got foreskin. So I can feel the foreskin getting pulled oh back. Oh And obviously, God. bless her, she doesn't know. Like she actually doesn't know that that's that's what that's what he's feeling. He's like out. He was like when she. He was like I pray to God she never gives me head again because it feels so bad. He's like I don't know how to say it to her. So all these years they've been together for like four or five years. And he's been, never told her. He's never told her. He's like oh babe can you just stop? But he's never sat there and been like this is why I want you to stop. It's just like just stop babe like just jump on it like I want to fuck now. But little does she know that he okay, doesn't so enjoy when she gives him head. With that, yeah, do you think that guys that, that do that, they do that to protect like a woman's ego and her feelings? Of course. Or they just don't know how to have that conversation? Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like it's a bit of both. I feel like guys, um, contrary to popular belief, I feel like guys actually really want to protect women's feelings and yeah. that's why they lie so much. Yeah. Oh shit. And I feel like I felt they, that. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they don't know that you lying actually is my problem in this relationship because like now that you've lied, it's now a trust thing. Yeah. Whereas if you had told me the truth, I'd be like, oh he's a dickhead and whatever. Um 
But eventually I would get over it and I would respect you for being honest with me yeah. about the situation. Whereas I feel like guys are so, they really, I feel like they do look at women as special people and they do want to protect us and they do want to keep away these, they're not going to sit there and be like, see babe, I'm not going to lie like, are you coming on your period? Because like, you kind of smell a bit funny yeah. down there today. Like they would never say that. <laughs> I don't feel like guys would ever say mm. that, but they should. You should, yeah. you should yeah. be more open about yeah. it. You should make us realize that we should make us willing to accept the truth because mm -hmm. women, because of how men are, we don't accept, we can't take deal with truth from men. Mm. I feel like we prefer to hear a lie as much as we might cuss them about yeah, it. Yeah, no, blah. yeah, for real. Like, We'd I've, rather hear. Like I've, I've definitely had friends that like are very much like, I want the truth. So like if I meet a guy and he's just trying to fuck, I want him to tell me that. But then when they meet a guy that is just trying, trying to fuck, to fuck. then they're just it. like, oh my God, like, yeah, like, like why would he think that I'm that kind of girl? <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's just a bit like, you kind of have to have to pick what stance you want to play. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to be willing to accept. And it's not just down to men. It's also like women, your relationships with anyone. It yeah. might be your boss, it might be your best friend, it might be anyone. Just, I feel like we're so used to being told, um, to being fed lies in general. Mm. Um, and we're not, we can't deal with the truth at all. It could be, someone tells you the smallest thing, that's why it's like, women cry so much and blah, blah, blah. Because yeah, your boss says to you like, oh, I'm not gonna lie, you're sh you've done a shit job today. Mm. And like, why are you on your phone and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm now feeling some type of way. Yeah. Like he's a prick and he's this. Why would he say that to me? And then you go to your girls. Oh my God, he's so, he's such a dickhead, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But really it's like, no, actually you did fuck up. Like yeah. you didn't put in work today. You actually didn't do well. Mm. Or you're not being a good friend to me or whatever it might be. We're not used to hearing that narrative. Yeah. And I definitely think um, for women that affects them the most in friendships. Yeah, for sure. Um, And it's like, even things like I've had friends that have told me that they wouldn't feel comfortable saying oh my god you know what i went out with a guy that you dated with like yeah like, yeah 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 years, years ago. ago whereas for me i'm just like just just tell me so then we know what it is it, it probably won't be an issue because of the way that i that, that you i are, am yeah um but not all women can handle that and that's probably why like when a female friendship breaks down it's so like severe mm -hmm. because there's been like a lot of of truth that's been missed and been like yeah. redacted and mm -hmm. whatever else for whatever reason. Yeah, for um, sure. But then like, I do wonder if, if that comes from the way that women are raised. Mm -hmm. So as a girl, for me, who has both my parents around, my parents have been like very protective of me. Mm -hmm. um, and they've definitely probably fed me lies to kind of keep my innocence. Yeah, for sure. But it's it could also kind of be seen as a way that they almost treat me like as a princess, like if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. I think guys that I'm I'm friends with, that's one thing that they hate where, where they're like, some women are just too, they act like a princess because they've been treated that way from their parents. Mm -hmm. um, and I get it, but like I think for me, being treated as a princess kind of ended when I was like in like in my early teens. Are you the only child? No. You've got sisters? I've got one brother, one sister, but okay. I'm the oldest. Okay. So for me, when I kind of got to like, maybe like 13, mm. like my parents were just very like, very honest with me. So for instance, if like money was tight, my mum would be like, 
it's not happening mm-hmm. like so so things like that kind mm-hmm. of took me out of out of this whole I'm a princess and my parents will do anything for mm-hmm. me and da, 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 because they were very um realistic with me mm-hmm. um but I think women that that maybe haven't had that can add to why they act very like princessy now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and probably can't handle the truth as much yeah as maybe like like you and me do you know what I mean? yeah um, for me it was more my mum from my mum I never got the whole princess kind of vibe. Yeah. my mum has always been my mum was someone who grew up in the Soviet Union which okay. of course was the communist society and it was like everyone makes equal money everyone obviously the women have a certain category of salary men have a certain category of salary but within those groups you all make the same amount of money it doesn't yeah. matter what your job is everyone's making the same amount like there's no hierarchy in so mm. in in society and so she raised me very much as everything you get in life is face value mm. i'm not gonna because yeah. you're crying i'm not gonna sit here and comfort you if you genuinely did something wrong like my mom has always been for my whole life very very straightforward of me yeah which is where i get i think my like hard work inside from yeah, the side yeah. where I'm, I'm like a hustler whereas my dad of course me being his only only daughter and being like I was cute as a ba- child of it. So I, like, I feel like he just thought like, she's mad cute. Like, I'm not being funny. He grew up in Nigeria in a village in Ikisi. Yeah. Like, he grew up in a village. And for him to have this like, little cute, light-skinned daughter. Like, yeah. I think for him, it was like, oh, my days, like my little baby. And I think he very much raised me as a princess. But as I started to get older, he started to see when I was like 13 and rebelling and being yeah. like, I'm going to do eyeshadow today, blah, blah, blah. He started to realize the flaw in the way he raised me. And then he got triggered by it and used to get pissed off about how I was. And my whole thing to him was always that this is, you've built this narrative for me. Like you very much always said to me, you still call me princess, I'm 25 now. He still calls me princess. But I could never take that attitude to a guy that I've just met. Mm. Because for me, I'd rather you think of me as this independent boss that you can't even come near than for you to think of me as a princess that you yeah. can give something to and yeah. you're gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get something from me in return. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't why do I even start talking about that? <laughs> I'm literally here, right? I'm literally <laughs> spilling my guts to you. It's fine. I feel like I was supposed to do this today for some reason. <laughs> no, but like like I think these are the types of conversations that people have to have because I don't think you're the only person that's been through that. Like, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. So um, someone somewhere can relate. Yeah. yeah. And I think even for me, so my parents didn't really do the whole like princess thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but m- my mum was very hard in terms of me crying for like no reason. So yeah. even if like my mum was trying to discipline me and she's just like verbally speaking to me and she's telling me off and mm-hmm. I'm crying. She's like, why are you crying? Like, I haven't touched you. And I'm like, yeah, but but you're, you're telling me off. And like, <laughs> it was very much like, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you off because you did this. this so yeah. like, I'm not just going to like mm-hmm. allow you to, to think, okay, I did a bad thing, but it's fine. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like told about myself. Um, Even now, like at my big age, like if I, call my mum and I'm pissed and I'm crying she's like yeah like she's literally like I can't handle the tears like George stop crying I can't deal with the crying so I'm just that's very much what my mum's like as well she's not like a cry woman my mum would rather shout than than cry yeah she would rather sit there and be completely irrational than cry yeah then cry and sometimes I'm like just cry like (laughs) just tell me you're upset why are you I could probably count the amount of times I've seen my mum cry 
Um, and we've got to really, I feel like we have to really respect that because when we're taught history, the history of women, the history of like women in society as yeah. well, women were supposed to be that submissive, that sitting at home, being a housewife, mm. that all you care about is your kids, they cry a lot, they, yeah. their hormones are all over the place and mm. blah, blah, blah. So for us to have mums who, you know, 56, I don't know, I don't know how old your parents are, my mum's like 57 or something, yeah. or something. For you to have, to be this way now, mm. like I really respect it. Same. As much as you're not, she's not like me, you're nothing like me in terms of my personality. I'm still like, how did you survive in that society of men? Mm. Like, how are you, this, you, you don't cry? No, <laughs> like, honestly, girl, yeah. Like, like what? <laughs> my mum was, was born here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then- From Nigerian parents? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and then- What were her parents doing here? Just working. But they, what year, do you know what year your mum was born? Oh, um, oh my God. So my mum, I, I think my mum's probably the same age as yours. She's like 56, 57. My mum was born in 1965. Oh, I always get this wrong. So she's actually maybe like 52. Uh, okay. No, she's like 55. No, she's 55. Yeah, like I think my mum's probably about the same. 55. 56. But what were you, what was your mum, so because like your mum's Nigerian, mm-hmm. so Nigerian got their independence in 1960, October the 1st. Yeah. So if your mum was here and I'm born here in, in 1965. Ish, yeah. She would have come here five years, up, well her parents were here already. Yeah. So they were, did they come from the slave trade? Like what, how were they even here in the first place? Um, no, so like, my grandparents were definitely in Nigeria for like a long period of time, mm-hmm. but I don't know when it was that that they, they came over. here. Yeah, but like out of all all of my aunts and uncles, they weren't all born here. So mm-hmm. like I know, and my mum's probably the youngest as well. Mm-hmm. So it was probably her that was that was born here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all went back when she was very very young, mm-hmm. so like about two. Mm-hmm. And then she came back here when she was about sixteen, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas my dad was born there, um, and then came here when he was, I think he was about eighteen when he came. And what brought your dad here? Um work really yeah yeah um yeah like my dad is is a hustler through and through Mm -hmm. like through and through yeah um so he came here for work I think my mum's plan was to always come back here Mm -hmm. so when my aunt came the plan was for my mum to join my aunt here Mm -hmm. um this is like completely random completely off topic Uh but yeah so then um no it's interesting yeah so my Mum came here and the way that she is or the way that she has raised us has been, oh God, has been very firm, but very fair. Mm-hmm. And she has always been like, you're going to have to work harder and you're going to have to do this and blah, blah, blah. And I think as a kid, like I, like I didn't really understand her style of teaching, um, especially the older that I got. So we've only ever spoken. No, so we had spoken about sex twice mm. um and then we spoke about sex december just gone because i was telling her about the podcast and what i do and blah 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 and that was probably like our first like adult conversation about sex um and she explained to me why 
she never really spoke about sex with me like when I was younger and it was very much just don't have sex um but that was was because for her she didn't have that conversation so right. how would I even expect yeah. her to know where to start mm-hmm. if she hasn't had that conversation mm-hmm. with with any adult growing exactly. up yeah so um when we've like t- talked about it now it is like a lot more open that there's obviously things that I, I won't tell my mum just because that's my mum yeah. um but she's a lot more liberal now than what she was as as I was growing, as up. growing up yeah, yeah which I find quite brave mm-hmm. for her to be like okay like I know I'm getting older and I've been taught all of these things and my my parents taught me these things mm-hmm. and my siblings blah blah we all have that same mindset but mm-hmm. I'm gonna break that and I, I really admire that about her to do that at like a later stage in life. Whereas for me, I probably broke that way of thinking like a lot younger. Mm-hmm. So if like me and my parents have, have ever clashed, it has just been because they were trying to like teach me like this. And I was like, yeah, but there's options over here as like well. Your, like I feel like our parents definitely come from like the more conservative route yeah. of thinking, the way of thinking. It's like, if they don't know, then they don't. They won't do it. They're yeah. not exposed yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas we are very much more like, well, of course I know. Like yeah. I go to school in London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got different upbringings. Everyone's come from different places. You're gonna hear things that you don't hear at home, mm. and you're gonna be interested in it because it's something new and it's daring, it's adventurous. Um, but like that being said, how would you raise your daughter? Like, would you? speak to your daughter about sex when she's 16 and on her period. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that something, that, is that a conversation that you would have? Um, in my mind, um, if if I do go on to have kids, because as it stands, I, I don't know like if I want kids okay. um, as it stands. Uh-huh. But if I do, I would like to kind of have age appropriate conversations about sex from a very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I say that for like a number of reasons. So prior to doing what I do now, I worked as a social worker. Mm-hmm. So I worked with kids that had been like sexually abused and it went on for so long because they weren't taught the right language right. on how to say, right. I'm being touched here mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's, it's inappropriate mm-hmm. because those kind of conversations weren't happening. Mm-hmm. So for me, as a way of like protecting my kids and to just kind of like make those conversations normal I would want to have them very Very early early, so like I would want to kind of say all right these kind of um uh relationships are appropriate these aren't appropriate Mm -hmm. so if I had a daughter I would want to say this is your vulva this is your vagina like like I would want her to know what what her vulva is as much as she would know what her nose is like do you know what yeah, I mean of and for her to understand that this area is very personal to her mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be touched without her consent and it shouldn't be be abused and, and and things like that and then what I would hope would happen is that the older my daughter got if I had a daughter that we would just keep having those kind of conversations mm-hmm. and like I'm not naive to think that she won't hide things from me because I hid so much. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But I would just kind of hope that I would probably prepare her more than I was prepared yeah. for like waking up one day and having tits and, and being like, yeah, what the on? fuck? Like, And it was so painful. Did oh you? my God. <laughs> oh my God. Listen. Like I, my chest 
Like yeah. when my boobs started growing, there was the time period where my mum had moved to London. I was living in Nigeria with my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting there, like going through this pain, the boob growing pain. Yeah. I swear to you, I have never yeah. felt anything that bad in my yeah. life. So that like, was very, very painful. So, so I had a growth spurt really early on. Um, and then all of my friends grew and then I just stopped. Yeah. Um, so when I was in like year, between like year eight and year 10, I was taller than everybody. And yeah. then I think I stopped and then everyone else everyone just kind else of like, growing. yeah, literally. That was kind of like me as well. Yeah. Um, so I had like the pain in like in my boobs. I also had a lot of pain like in my knees the as well. Pains, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, it was I don't, insane. I don't remember ever having growing pains. Oh, yeah. I definitely either. did. But then also I started my period like a lot earlier than my friends so i st- so i was in primary school mm-hmm. um when i started my period so then that was one of the conversations that me and my mum had in terms of sex but like it was more like you're becoming a woman now mm-hmm. and but like in my head i'm like i don't know what the fuck that means like okay um yeah it's it is interesting but i would like to think that just because of the way that I am now, I would want to have very open conversations with my kids and yeah. with my partners. And and I'd almost encourage my husband or whoever to be able to have those conversations uh, like with as, the well. Son yeah. as well. And yeah, I feel like it's very important for the your son to also understand sex. And, yeah. Because like, I'm not being funny with men. They literally wake up one morning. <laughs> and they're like nine, sometimes nine, sometimes even eight sometimes 13 you wake up with a boner one day yeah. and that's just it like that's just it th- that must be so scary that as well that must be so scary think, did i break it in my sleep like, you just like don't know what's yeah. going on and i have an older brother so like i remember like <laughs> oh this is so bad yeah but i remember like i must have been he's two years older than me yeah i remember like one morning me and him was me and him are literally best friends and we're still best friends to this That's day. So, dope. so like I would sleep in his room just because I just wanted to sleep in his room. Yeah. Like I wanted to be with him and watching movies and stuff. And I remember one day I was like in the living room and he's walked out of his room and I looked at my mum and I was like, Why is my brother's um penis standing up? But I said it in like <laughs> I didn't say penis, I said like some word that I used, yeah, to, yeah. used to call his penis. I'm like, why is it standing up? And my dad was actually like, hmm. and my dad was like, <laughs> Like they they move the conversation on so quickly, yeah. but of course, I do understand for parents. You're not going to sit there and be like, okay, come and sit down. Yeah. Let's speak about why this yeah, is happening. Yeah. Like that's you just. I wouldn't have felt comfortable as a nine year old at yeah. the time as well. So it's also about understanding where your kids are at yeah. and like, are they ready to have this conversation? Yeah, yeah. Are you exposing them to too much too soon? Mm. And is this the right time to teach them about this? Because I don't want to talk to my daughter about sex when she's nine because you've come on your period. Yeah. Because I feel like you're still too young. Some things are better left unsaid. (laughs) And at that age, I feel like it is. Yeah. But... That's interesting. So, like, so my my brother is younger. So my brother is... How old is he? 22 now. Mm -hmm. And I swear to you, I, I knew when he had first had sex because... His whole energy, everything changes around the house was different, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Is this why I have sex?" I was like, "Okay," but because we are very, very close, like mm-hmm. I knew that I could bring it up to him, but I wanted to do it like at the right time, and I just kind of like ambushed him, and I was like, "You having sex?" He's like, "Today, please." <laughs> he was like, "Please," but like for me, it was important because I like I didn't know what kind of conversations him and my mum and my dad had had. So like I kind of wanted to take on that ownership and, and, and be like 
it's okay to talk to about talk sex. About yeah. yeah. Um, which has worked out quite well for us because when he first wanted to go to the clinic and get checked after being with the girl, he actually like came through like, all right. Oh, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah, was like, all right, this is the the, the deal, which yeah. means I should do. And I was like, just go anyway. He's like, all right, cool. Oh, that's so nice. So, yeah, so that honestly made me so happy because I was hiding going to the clinic from my parents because I was just like, they can't know. They can't or know. I would go to the clinic hella early. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, no one's going to catch me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, it was insane. Whereas like, now I'm just like, I'm going to, to the clinic for a check because... Because I should, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So, in family dynamics, honestly, like how comfortable you are with your siblings and your parents—that is also, I feel like, it's such an important topic yeah. to speak about. One hundred percent. Um. Oh, okay. I'm gonna tell the story of my pay pig. Okay. Of my um. My sex slave. Okay. <laughs> so this all happened very, 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 very recently. And it's ended now. It was very short-lived. So basically, there was this guy on Twitter who dropped me a DM time ago. Mm-hmm. And was just like, are you interested in having a sex slave? I think you're amazing. And I really want to worship you. Mm. And I was just like, uh, no. Because I didn't, like I wasn't what too. What is the DMs? Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And um like I hadn't quite crossed that that threshold yet of like having a slave and being like you mm. worship me and blah blah blah. It's like, oh no, no, no. So we kind of like talked about it and I was like, Oh, I'm not sure maybe and then he would like drop me like like a message every couple of weeks and every every like other month and I was like, No, no, no. Anyway, there was a day where I was out drinking with my cousin and, and my friend and I think I put it like online. So he jumped back in my DMs and was like, I still really want to serve you. Let me buy your next round of drinks. So I was just like, okay. Like, all right, cool. So I was like, just PayPal me the money then and I'll like get the drinks, blah, blah, blah. This guy wanted to like bring it in person. And I was just like, this could be a fucking psycho. I was like, no, like I don't want to meet you right now. So I was like, look, take my number call me we'll have a conversation to obviously confirm that it's me and blah blah blah. anyway he's called me right and this guy is like i'm so happy that i'm finally getting to speak to you i think you're amazing you're a goddess you're so beautiful blah 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 i really really want to worship you what do you want me to do i'll be your slave whatever whatever and i was just like like it completely threw me because i wasn't expecting him to be so like full-on mm-hmm so I'm like, you know what? Obviously, I'm out in public, but we can have this conversation. Mm. So, so I was, yeah. So the guy was like, okay, cool. I'll PayPal you. So he did, and I'm literally there, like this guy just fucking sent me money. So I was like, okay, cool. I bought the drinks, and then we were texting, and this guy is like, oh, look, if you need an Uber home, let me know. I'll pay mm. for your Uber. So the pub that I was at is literally like five minutes from my house and I was just like okay an uber for my cousin because she lived in south right so I was like all right the uber's gonna cost an extra whatever uh-huh can you pay for that as yeah. well so he did right and I was just like hmm okay cool but anyway the week is going on now and we're we're talking more and he, this guy is is very much a sub like 
what should I do? I want you to put me, um, what do you call it? Uh, in a chastity belt. I want you to have the keys. <laughs> like all of this stuff. And mm. I'm just like, okay, cool. And like, he fully wanted me to like degrade him even by text. Naturally, I'm just a very nice person. Right. So I was struggling to be mean. Yeah. So like, I was just like, yeah, okay, cool. And like, I'm sure my friends are like, Georgette, like he actually wants you to be horrible to him. Uh, I'm like, like I don't know how to just be mean. Mean, yeah. For no reason. So I'm like, okay, cool. But what I found, which kind of shocked me, was the more that we were texting, mm. the more I was into just like being horrible. Like it, it literally switched so quickly. Yeah. Which I didn't expect that I, I could just be like degrading to someone. Yeah, like you're used to yourself being yeah. like the nice one. So I was just yeah. like, hmm, okay, cool. Um, and he would like text me like, oh, I'm a high goddess. I think you're amazing, blah, 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 blah. And then he would text me again and not put the word like goddess in it. So I would text him back like, why the fuck didn't you call me goddess? I'm your goddess. <laughs> like, honestly, it was so oh fucking weird. It was so weird. It was so weird. And then it ended very, very suddenly. And, and I don't quite know how or why. So basically... He opened up um, an, an ASOS account and was just like, anything you want, put it in the basket and I'll order it. So I was just, um, obviously, like, if I'm being honest, I want to spend somebody else's money and I and I want shit. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, all right, cool. So then we're doing that. And then we're playing this weird game where every time he got an answer wrong, I had to add extra things into the basket. So obviously, the, yeah, honestly, it's mad. So the price of the basket is like racking up now. Right. And I'm just like, okay. So I was like, are you ready to pay? No reply. And I'm like, hello. No reply. And I text him like, pig. Like that's literally why I called him pig. That's how I addressed this man. The rogatory. Like, he had to but be. He, he fucking loved, he loved it. it. Yeah. And then he blocked me. What? Like, literally. And I was just like, hmm. Like, it was my first experience of, of having, like, a slave or a pay pig or whatever. But it was so weird. So, I've had a sugar daddy before. Mm-hmm. And the exchange that we had was obviously a lot nicer. Where we we actually talked and we kind of, like, got to know each other. We never had sex. Um, But then... The gifting from that side was just, it was fucking beautiful. Yeah. Honestly, I want him back. But yeah. I looked him up and he's married now. Oh, like, okay. okay cool. So you got to let that Yeah, go. no. But it, it was just, it was such a strange experience. But I think what what got me the most was how quickly I almost enjoyed being horrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like that naturally at yeah. all. So I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> it's just. That is so crazy. It's It's insane. It's actually well, that's the thing about intimate relations, well, intimate whatever relationships with, I don't know, relationships. It's like they can take you so far out of your usual yeah. comfort zone so quickly that like you have sometimes you have to sometimes sit back and question yourself. And yeah, be like, how strong actually am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I don't know if if I would do it again or if I would actually think about having like an actual, actual slave. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this guy was just like, I want to run your errands for you. Like give yeah. me like a list. I'll go to like the shops. I'll carry your bags. I'll bring it all to you. And I was so just mad. like, it, it is mad, but like 
I know a woman who's a dominatrix that that has that. Like there's yeah. this guy who gets off of coming to her house to clean her house wow. and then pays her. Wow. So That's I'm just crazy. like yeah, that's so mad. Like, I don't think I could ever do that. No. I'd just be put off from the start, I think. I just think I'd just yeah, but like, you're put off really easily. I feel like I'd just be like, raw. like, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the kind of environment I grew up in, having a parent, a mum and a dad, and yeah. seeing the dynamic, dynamic between them. If my dad was ever like, I'll do anything you want to my mum, I'd be like, Ugh. brother. <laughs> <laughs> brother. <laughs> like, I actually don't want to see this. Can yeah, you actually, no, like, fix up? Yeah. So for me, I feel like I'd just be instantly like, nope. And even when I get those DMs, because I feel like most girls do, do your yeah. Instagram's ever on public, yeah. like you get a weird message from someone. It yeah. doesn't have to be necessarily about sex. It's just like the minute you have a public profile, man, these guys out here just on some bullshit. Yeah. And I've had text messages before where it's like, oh yeah, um, send me a picture of this and I'll I'll buy it for 90 pounds or whatever it is. Like send me a picture of your feet, feet yeah. or your fingernails or oh, you always get manicures, like, I want to see your nails, like, or your natural hair. Always, it's always some bullshit, and I'm just like, well, the fact that you're even asking to pay for this, like, I'm already put off you. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you not get girls? <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, like, I don't always think that, that men that ask for that don't get women. Like, yeah. like I just think that's that's just their kink. Yeah. Um, and that's what they're into. Yeah. Which, yeah, you're probably right. That probably is it. Is there anything that you would try or anything that you've you've thought of wanted to wanting to try sexually that you haven't mm, yeah of course like there's a lot of things that i haven't tried i was speaking to my girls the other day about anal mm-hmm. and a lot of them were like yeah like i've done it blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like i would literally feel like i'm shitting myself <laughs> 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 i'm not being funny but like how do you not get over past that hurdle so like of course at some point i'm gonna try it and i haven't tried it yet mm-hmm. also it'd be interesting to see how um men would react to me being the dominatrix because yeah. i just feel like um my face is so cute that like for me to be serious be like sit there go there like i just feel like they won't take you seriously they won't take me seriously <laughs> <laughs> and like i laugh at everything i find everything funny. <laughs> everything's a joke to me so like for a man to actually take like, take me seriously in that context would be interesting and i'd yeah. like to try it I don't know. I'll, I'm open to trying most things in life. There's nothing that... I always base things based off food. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when it comes to food, I would try anything. Okay. Like, I don't care. I will eat. I will try it. Even if it's like a cockroach or something. Like, I would li- I would really try it because I'm okay. like, someone somewhere in the world really loves eating this. Yeah. So, like, I might as well. So, I have that same approach to most things in life. Like, it's like, I'll give it a go once, even though I know, like, I probably won't like it. Mm. So anything I haven't done so far would threesomes I've never done. Okay. Um anal I've never done. Um like proper rough, rough submissive sex. stuff yeah. I've never done. Okay. So I'm open to all of that. Okay. What so about you? I've um what haven't I done? Um I have I've tried anal. Um, but I really want to like give it like a proper, proper try, go. yeah, <laughs> like a proper go. Um, so there's this anal kit that I'm I'm really thinking of of ordering. Uh-huh. It's like literally for beginners. Uh-huh. So I'm just like you know, what, let me kind of try, try that it. because obviously like 
the beat hole is tight. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so tight. It's, it's, like, tight. It's, it's like a raisin. Yeah, literally. It's a raisin. <laughs> literally. So I'm like, okay, like that's probably one thing that I really want to try. Um, I've had a threesome before. I've I've been like completely dominated. Like I'm talking like tied up, mm-hmm. like to a four poster bed, standing with like my arms and like being like whipped. And oh shit. my god! Yeah, that is mad. Um, but things like that I do find really really sexy. But I'm I'm also like you where I will try pretty much anything. anything yeah. yeah, and then I can kind of say whether I do like it or not, which is why I'm so open to to trying anal properly because mm-hmm. it's it's like. Like I just haven't done it, and I would rather know that I do like it or or I don't like it, but I've actually tried it. Mm-hmm. Not just this whole like thinking, uh, like anal's nasty, so I'm just not gonna do it. Um, which is how I I thought like uh, as a kid. There's loads of things when I was growing up that I was like, no, I would never do that, and now I'm just like, Whew. yeah, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I've done so much more. Yeah, so 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 much more. Um, what else have I got here? I actually had um a question from a, a listener, which we can try and answer actually. Okay. So this listener said, "Is it bad if someone is seeing an escort if they feel lonely or horny?" Mm. What do you think? I mean, what what's the, I don't really understand the question. Is it? What do you mean, is it bad? So, like... If you feel lonely or horny, should you, like, pay for sex? Is that basically, yeah. essentially, what the question yeah. is? Um, do you know what? I don't have an opinion on it. One, because I've never been paid for sex. And two, because I've never paid anyone for sex. Yeah. So, I don't know what mental process someone goes through to either accept money to have sex with someone or to mm-hmm. give money to do that. Um... I feel like people should just do whatever they feel yeah. like doing. Because yeah. at the end of the day, in order for you to pay for sex, it means that there's someone there that's willing to yeah. accept the money for it. Mm-hmm. And so who am I to sit here and judge? Yeah, for real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What yeah, do you like, think? Um, I'm the same. So like, I don't think it's it's a bad thing because obviously there are sex workers that should be paid for their work. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's it's a bad thing. But I, but I, I think if... if you're the one that wants to pay for that service, but you're having that conflict on if it's bad or not, mm. you probably shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I would hate is for someone to do that and, and then almost feel like like they are unworthy because they paid. They paid for yeah. it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And like, do you know what? With sex as well, as, get, as I'm getting older as well, I feel like it's something that's so... Your feelings and your emotions, there's someone literally inside you. And like, I feel like as women as well, like not even just as women, because gay men as well, like it literally any, anyone who's having sex with anyone, Mm -hmm. getting, if you're getting penetrated and that's exchange of energies, that exchange of feelings, emotions, everything. Like this person's actually inside me. Like for me, for me, there's no value on that. I can never sit there and be like someone even at the times I'm the brokest and do not get me wrong. I have sat there and I've been like, so like some of my girls might be on like seeking arrangement or whatever, or I've known people that have done yeah. that and have been given money yeah. that you don't like Chanel, this and this every, yeah. every day. But for me, it would, I would never sit there and actually go online and make this profile with my face and my name and everything about me. Like I couldn't personally do yeah. it because I just know that 
the minute I do that, I am letting go of my personal, the being that's inside of me, you. not the physical, yeah. not Katie that everybody knows and speaks to and whatever. The inside, the person inside me that is mm. like really who I am. Mm. So I don't know. I think I read, I, I read a book or something. I don't remember who said this to me, but they were like, having sex is an exchange of emotions and feelings and everything that that person has within them is them being brought into you. And I was like, bro, I never thought about it that way. Because if I really knew that when I was younger, like the, a lot of people, I would never have been with you. Because yeah. your toxic energy Same. and your Same. toxic situation yeah. and your your mentality and your way of looking at things really does have an impact on yeah. me in the long term. Yeah, like there's a lot of, of people that I had sex with um, not when I was younger who I definitely wouldn't have now. Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's just because my understanding of sex now is very, very different. And I think back then, it was a bit like, oh, like it meant something, but it didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I think at that age as well, I was s- someone who enjoyed the attention like of a man. Mm-hmm. So if a guy showed me any kind of like attention or found me attractive or tried to kiss me or touch me or whatever, it was almost like I craved it to a degree. So if a guy just kind of like put it on me, I would just have it be mm. like, okay, cool. Well, this is some sort of like affection. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas now, like, I don't know if it's a case of like, no, it is like the way that I hold myself is a lot higher. It's a lot higher yeah, than that. Yeah. Than what it was. And, and, and I don't feel like I am lucky if a guy shows me attention or wants to have sex with me I'm just like you're very lucky if you have sex with me because right. I'm, I'm a big fucking right. deal and I totally agree with you I just feel like you're you're so right about it like when you're younger it's more of an attention thing like yeah. oh this guy's sexing me this guy's sexing me like mm. your friend might be there getting checks from guys and you're not receiving the yeah. same so the minute that you do it's like oh now I've got something to talk yeah, to the girls yeah, about yeah. whereas now it's just very much like you know you've been to whatever country you've been to xyz country in the world the minute I'm wearing a low cut top, it doesn't. That's, that's all it takes. Like, you, this guy might hate black chicks. He might hate anyone that's got any color in them. But like, my tits are out, so yeah. now you fancy me. Yeah. And like, you start to understand that men, wherever you go in the world, there is someone who will find you attractive. Yeah. And it's not that is not a that that is not anything to base your worth off. on. Yeah. Like like you that person fancying you doesn't mean any. It's nothing to do with who you are, it's yeah. more about them. Yeah. Like, it doesn't determine, like, the kind of person that you, you are, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. a guy might be completely in love with you, but you're struggling to make any friends outside of mm. sexual relationships. And that's something that you should be exploring rather yeah. than, like, being like, oh, fuck it, fuck the girls, fuck this and that, fuck yeah. that. I just want sexual relationships for the rest of my life mm. because what does that mean, essentially? Mm. Yeah, and, and, like, even, I've I've touched on it before, but, like, so I'm I'm very pro, like, just being casual i've had casual sex i've enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but um when i was having casual sex after my breakup i know for a fact that that was my way of of being able to like control my hurt yeah and be like okay well it's cool because this is my choice i'm having sex because i just want to have sex blah, blah blah and and as much as that was true it was also the fact that like I kind of felt like I was taking ownership of what had been done to me. And yeah. I was like, you know what? This guy has hurt me so bad. Mm-hmm. So I just don't give a shit. Obviously mm-hmm. deep down, of course I cared, but it was almost part 
of like on my healing process mm-hmm. it, like yeah like if that makes sense and and I feel like like I wouldn't even call it like a hoe phase because I don't think people should have like, like a, a hoe phase. phase no because once you've been through that, like it doesn't just go away, like it still happened and mm-hmm. you should still be able to be accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so after my breakup, like it was very much, uh, this is how I'm kind of getting back the power of what I didn't have control of, like mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think a lot of women p- probably go through that where they're like, you know what, I'm single, fuck it, I'm just gonna do me, I'm gonna do what mm-hmm. I want, blah, blah, blah. But that's cool. But at the end of the day, every time I went home after just fucking like a random person, you feel you feel it. It's it's you just me it. there thinking. You really feel it, Rah, George. Like, is this was it what we're yeah. doing? Like, did you even want to do that? <laughs> blah yeah. blah blah. And I had times where I was just like, I didn't even want to have sex. Like, like I didn't even want him to touch me. Yeah, <laughs> but I did because in that moment it was part of my like of my healing process mm-hmm. it's very strange and, and it probably sounds really like fucked up to people that haven't been in that situation but I think that's all a part of like life and sex and how we we kind of grow yeah um for sure yeah that just got really deep <laughs> is there anything else before we sign up I mean I'm even surprised that I'm even doing an, an, an episode because <laughs> this morning I was just like fuck it fuck everything so, honestly I was like well I'm, I'm so, so glad done. you brought me on board because I was actually well I was actually thinking this week I was thinking about like sex and like my attitude to it towards it when I was younger yeah so it's weird that like this yeah. came up so I'm so happy that you brought me on it was like nice to like express myself oh that was so good <laughs> hey, honestly that, that, that is really good and and I do hope for you that you're able to like be with someone who completely pleases you. Yeah, like, so too. Yeah. Like, where is he? Because I think um, sometimes women can and can underestimate the power of our pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, as I've been on like on my journey almost, mm-hmm. my pleasure is paramount. Like, I I get off of pleasing like another man or, or um a, another woman, mm-hmm. but my pleasure can't be at the detriment because yeah, you've now course. busted that. Yeah. Like, I want to yeah. get there too. Do you know I what I mean? I agree with you. So, um, yeah. So, you know what? This is a nice natural end. Oh. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for joining having me. me today. This is very fun. This is very, <laughs> this was, honestly, this was great. Um, so, everybody listening, thank you so much. And I'll be back in two weeks, hopefully, with a guest that doesn't cancel with me. <laughs> no shade, small shade. Um, yeah, guys, as always, you can follow me at Coco underscore abroad on Twitter and you can follow the pod at just a tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag JTT pod to get involved. Any questions that you guys want to have, you can either drop me a DM on either Twitter or Instagram, or you can email me, um, what's the email address? <laughs> Askthetip at gmail.com. Yeah, thanks guys. I know you want to. I know you want to. I know you want to. Me, I play. I like to play cheek too.